That's what they teach you. It's your first time with the headphones on? These are legit, huh? Yeah, these are legit. I want to get a cut up of every single time you said that. <laughs> every single time before we started every podcast, person. he's like, have you done the headphones yet? <laughs> Bro, it amazes me every time. This is dope. It's, like, it's cool, right? But isn't this similar to what you were doing with Annenberg? It, no, yeah. Okay, this is my second time. Annenberg? Like, yeah. our, uh, in, in comm school, like, we basically had assignments where we had to do podcasts. Actually, oh, okay. okay, we did this multiple times, but it just feels cool again. Like, it's been, like, three years. But. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. And what were what role were you doing in, in that setting? Like, were you... Like, we were just... Okay, it had to be, like, we're, like, on some... We had to debate. So she would give us a side, and then, like, it would be, like, four people. Two people yeah. on one team, two people on another team. And just, like, do some Stephen A. Smith type shit. That's so cool. Was it, stuff. It was, was all it sports related? Sports? No, all sports related. Okay, that's uh, nice. That's cool. so I was going to say, like, that's I was going to cool. give you one, like, abortion, and you got the... No, 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 no. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Pro and cons. Pros and cons. Yeah. There you go. We got to go. Yeah, so, no, it was all sports related. That's why it was cool. Mm. By the time, I was just like, all right, let me just go ahead, get my grade in. But, like, now, I feel like if I was to do something, I would really be going off, like... Go off on it. So, I mean, yeah. we have to ask, like, Who's the best running back of all time? All that, time? that question, I feel like that okay, question doesn't come up a lot, too. You guys never really even introduced who you're talking with right now. Oh, yeah, this is Vi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got Vi. Oh, Vi. Yeah, Vi. Vi for short. Vi for short. Right? I'm thinking everyone more like calls Spanish me Vi. You like My Vi. My name's Vi. Yeah. But yeah, gotcha. everyone calls me Vi. Vi? Okay. Yeah. USC running back legend. It's been here for a minute. For a minute. What yeah, class 2016. are you? Whoa, you've yeah, been yeah, here for I've a been, hot minute. It's in my class, because yeah, because I'm yeah. twenty, I'm 2015. Yeah, so you're, you're right after me. Sheesh, that's with the COVID year. I know, <laughs> dude. That <laughs> contract extension, man. You stole that from Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a little bit of each guest we have. We're doing. I'm doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> learning from everybody. Who are we talking about? You. you oh yeah. About, yeah, yeah. Best running back of all time. Do you have one? Like NFL, college, or just ooh, that's a great, great question. You're slicing it up. Um, all time doesn't matter. College and all NFL. Time I'll go Eric Dixon. Whoa. Okay. Why? I just when I was a younger kid, I was always like the tallest one on the team. I'm not anymore, but I always used to watch his highlights and just. And then when I got here, Todd was our equipment manager, and he used to be the equipment manager for the L.A. Rams. Mm. And he would just tell me all these stories about how, like, Eric Dickerson was and how he would just, like, look coming off the sides, uh, like, turning the corner. And just, like, the simple stuff he would do on the sidelines that just mm. so, like, his IQ of the game was just different at the time. He was, like, making play, making calls on the field that, like, the coaches would be like, all right, yeah, let's do that type mm. of stuff. Okay. Is there anything that he said work ethic-wise, like off the field, that made Honest, him? No, yeah. Honestly, I've never really tapped into, like, work ethic-wise with, like, i just seen old clips of just it. And, you highlights. know, like, media wasn't really that big at the time. So yeah. it was just, like, OG highlights. I just like seeing a big back that could really move. Mm. Yeah, I remember watching Brandon Jacobs. Not to say he's the best. Right. But, like, that's a big back, right? Yeah. Like, those, no those, big, yeah. those big backs, like, those are the hardest backs to tackle, I feel like. The modern example has to be Derrick Henry, right? I forgot about Derrick Henry. No, if you, if you ask me, he's the best in the game right now. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, like yeah. he did his thing, no doubt. And I feel like 
is up there too. But I feel like a healthy Saquon is is different. I yeah. forgot about Saquon. Yeah. But I mean, if we're going off purely last season, I'm going with I'm right there. Last two you. years, man. Yeah, you're right. Last two yeah. years. So how do you, as a big back, like what what kind of separates you? Like all you guys kind of do the same thing for me at least. Like you just lower your shoulder and run them over. But <laughs> I like to play games. Yeah. So I like to kind of uh, set them up, set okay. myself up for the rest of the game. So if quarters one. Th- I don't even know if I should really. Yeah, don't share it. Don't share it. Yeah. Don't share it. <laughs> Why? He's, bro, he's giving away the secret. It makes yeah, what, what he's, makes he's him great. Not the the young generation. It's no, like, bro. Like, <laughs> Let him retire, and he can he, nah, he can nah. throw back all I mean, his tokens, all his nuggets. All the RBs <laughs> in the room know like what what like everybody has a different style. So like yeah. I'll be sharing it with people, but like I'm ah like, yeah, you, just you online. Be, yeah, you, know, like, you can't you can't got share that. DBs watching this, like yeah, you got DBs linebackers <laughs> gonna fit. Linebackers bro, gonna watch this. Chris, I mean Chris did share all his secrets. Chris shared it. He was like. But, Here's the thing, Chris is so confident that he can tell you exactly what he's gonna do, and he's he still the same confidence. You. you know though. what I'm saying? You know what? So it's different. I'm gonna go ahead. No, and no, no, no. <laughs> it works. I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't want any part of it. You cannot share this. Please. Don't. Why? Please don't share this. It's please make, don't share this. Let him. It's bro, really please. not. Is and I mean, it's if he just five minutes of this, if he just wrote a clip, <laughs> if he just wrote a clip. You gonna see it regardless yeah. anyway. So do we have any clips. Let's roll some. No, I'm talking about just not wrote a clip. But I'm just talking about if someone to just watch film. They yeah, will yeah. understand it. Like, oh yeah, we, I want to. I want to see some film. I haven't yeah. gotten quarters a chance to watch one, you. Quarters one through three, I'm pretty much just gonna run through you. Like, yeah, one on one in the open field, I'm coming for you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know I'm gonna be there. God, and then quarter hurts. four, oh my god, that's when I start bringing out the moves. You know, so if you like watch our UCLA game, for instance, yeah, I really didn't make no moves till the fourth quarter. And by the time it got to the fourth quarter, I didn't really have to do much for the move. Like, I didn't have to. Uh, 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 I just one jab step and I'm through it. And like, because quarters one through three, you keep running through somebody's face, they're not going to want to like take it no more. Bro. So by the time fourth quarter coming, they're just coming straight for the legs. When it comes for the legs, just make a move. Bro, I can tell you from playing DB, <laughs> um, at, at one point in my career, they don't want it from quarter one. I know, but it's like the like Marshawn that, Lynch type of thing. You just keep running say. through somebody, you know and they're just not going to want to. That's the worst yeah. back. And you and you, and I haven't seen you play, but I'm assuming you have speed too. So you couple that with the fact that you have a whole bunch of power, you can't be stopped. You know Do what you I mean? feel like it gets easier as the game goes on? There's something to say about um, being in a state of flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to call it my vibe. And it's just it's that thing where, like, you just start – everything just starts clicking for you, and mm-hmm. you start going – and once you make a couple of runs and you start going, it's just like, like you said, you just feel like you can't get stopped. And like the the run blocks start working. You just start setting the tempo for the team, really. And uh, one of my best things about football is like making a play. One of my favorite things to do is make a play and just see the reaction from the from my teammates. Yeah. Does like, that give you more juice and energy? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the juice is just in you, but it's just like, at the end of the day, I want to. I want people to say like he was a good team. Like he was cool to have. Like yeah, you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. Like yeah, we got a couple. I like working with with the guys. Yeah, no doubt. Is there a play in particular that UCLA game? Maybe uh, let's fast forward to that fourth quarter, maybe. Because he had some big runs uh, this game. Yeah. Oh uh, no! Nah, this was a. Uh, Dang. This was right. actually my first game back off of surgery. Oh, this is 2019 bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is a packed house. Man, that is so yeah. crazy. I can't yeah. wait to get back to a Pat Coliseum. What year are we looking for? Uh, twenty. You've had like six, six, seven years of that. <laughs> <laughs> six, seven, 20, I guess. He's like. <laughs> yeah, this last year, 2020. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
So yeah. I, I, I was curious, too, because I got the chance to play with Clyde. And so I see the difference between, like, a really big back and a guy like we had in Daryl Williams who played at LSU and, like, a, a smaller back. Like, as a – like, why should NFL like execs take a big back over a smaller back? Because we're small – I kind of like the smaller back feel, right? Like, someone that can – Get out there. You can put in the slot. Seems like a modern outside, trend, like, kind of like a little bit. Routes. Yeah. yeah, someone who can run routes. Maybe the big guys kind of get a little bit of a knock because they can't really run routes. I can't really think of a guy. I mean, Najee Harris can run some Nazi, routes. Yeah, Nazi, Nazi, could, yeah, yeah, Najee can run some routes. You ran a good forty too. Really? I think four four. But NFL wise, is there any, any running backs that you would consider like a bigger guy who can run who can run routes? Yeah, Derek, I feel like they don't use a lot in pass game because no, they don't need to. All. Right? Um, I feel like if they had to, he could though. Here you go. What about Alvin Kamara? Yeah, I was about to say him. Like, is he? But is he a small? He's a tall back. He's, but is he? Is tall? he th- he's not a power back, is he? He'd be breaking he's, tackles. Though. He's all yeah. purpose. He could do everything. He could right. Everything. So that's yeah. kind of all purpose, right. for sure. Um, but um, I did see one thing. I don't know who said it, but uh, it was a thing where he said, retired NFL play- player. He said, uh, "There's only a certain amount of dudes in oh. the league that are uh, that could ball out in any system," mm. and Every, the rest of the league is filled with players that are system guys, so mm. just role players. And he found out that he was a role player, mm. so that's why he was able to. I mean, he's gonna be. I can't. Why, I don't know why I can't say his name. He just retired. Tied in. Uh, Olsen, Greg Olsen. Oh, Greg, Greg Olsen. Olsen. Greg Olsen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was really? saying that. Yeah. He said I'm I found out that. that I was a role player, mm. and I just. Uh, perfect. He basically honed his craft in that. Mm-hmm. I think it was Greg Olsen. If you was he a role player though. I, I mean, thought he, he was a game changer. He was a really good tight end. For he was in the same system for, for sure. a while, though. Yeah. But he's, he said it. He said there's only a select amount of guys on every team that could ball out in any system. Mm. Other than that, the rest of the league is filled with role players. I mm. completely agree we, with that. We've talked oh, about yeah. that a lot, I, where yeah. you can you can get a receiver 10, not 10, but like six, seven catches a game and you know hundreds of yards a season. Yeah. Just And he can be <clears> the same level of talent versus another guy who gets cut on another team. It's dude, just I, all schemed up, right? Absolutely, dude. I So... Uh, do you know? I don't know if you know who Jordan Matthews is, but I remember sitting in the room with Jordan, and he was talking to me. He was like, "Dude, like I'm looking at your skill set. If I really wanted to, as an NFL coach, like I, I don't want to my own horn." He was like, "I can get you ten catches and two touchdowns a game by just scheming." So, I, and I feel like that's a lot. That's a lot of players, but you do have some rare players yeah. that are just like, it do does, it, you, it, yeah. yeah, like if you quite honestly, if you put Tyreek on another team, I don't know if he does as much damage as he does right now no. i feel like patrick mahomes they compliment yeah. they complement each other well it's a combination yeah. of a lot of things yeah scheme mahomes can throw the ball you know further than many can exactly and and they put him in the right position to do so as well so right. it has to be those three elements absolutely yeah so going back to with the running back thing, <laughs> i feel like it's just what the team needs and what the running backs can do mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of it don't really matter about like the size or it just comes down to like how they play and how they, how they shake during the game. Really, well, I always thought playing running back in an air raid is kind of interesting as well. Mm-hmm. It's great from a quarterback's perspective. And I always put it this way: when Steve was on, I said you're running into five man boxes and light boxes just because we're throwing the ball so many times. And so mm-hmm. like, that's like that's the good end. But also, where the offense is designed to throw the ball, you know, many times a game versus like a pro style like we did at Vandy, which was exactly. run first. Yeah. So like from a running back's perspective, how do you how do you like deal with that? I actually like it. I mean, it is what it is. I'm here, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm going to do everything I can to help the team and you know make and just ball. But at the end of the day, within the air raid offense, I feel like our strength is our tempo. 
So if we can keep the tempo going and not slow down and get the play calling in, I don't see why we can't run the ball regardless of what defense it is because if the defense kind of line up while we're getting our plays down, we can be dangerous. So that's yeah. why I, I say it every time before we take the field, tempo. Yeah. Got to go with the tempo. Yeah. I guess I guess the part that probably kind of sucks is pass blocking because you're probably yeah. doing a ton of that. I mean, You're fine, but I'm sure there's probably – Do you, you guys – Our running backs catch a lot of balls too, though. Yeah, but it's the pass blocking, bro. Like, I feel like that's – well, maybe it's more practice-wise. Because pass blocking really looks like it sucks. Especially when I look yeah. at the one-on-one -on -one drills in practice where, like, yeah, one -on -one. I you can't cut anybody. No. And they're just bull rushing. You're, you're probably smiling because, like, bro, you're, you're 220 and, like, nobody's. No. Like, it doesn't matter no. for you. No, <laughs> but, dude, but for, like, I'll be getting messed up sometimes <laughs> in practice. <laughs> By all the LVs, like, everybody come different, too. And yeah. it's. It's cool nowadays because the coaches would be like, work your moves. Don't bull rush. No yeah. bull rushing allowed. But, like, obviously when the linebacker is coming full speed and trying to make a move and you catch them on the first one, they're, like, naturally just running. Yeah. So it's it becomes like a natural bull rush. So you really got to just sit down and anchor down. But it's like anchor, anchor down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that was a Vandy thing when you said it? I knew that was a Vandy Hey, thing. I didn't know yeah. people appreciate that. appreciate that, Vandy. Yeah. yeah. Like that Vandy shout yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on the West Coast, man. I didn't know like a lot of people. Yeah, did you even know about Vandy? Um, well, I got that was my first SEC offer. No oh, way. For real? Yeah. Who offered you? Uh, uh coach, coach Mace, Coach Mason, Coach Mason, yeah, that coach, yeah. yeah. So you did remember? he come to Hawaii? No, no, no. Oh. It was just over the phone. Like, yeah, it was one of those. This is. I feel like when I was coming up in recruiting, this is when social media started becoming the big thing. You know how now, like. You yeah. see recruits coming out with like a top twelve list. Oh like, yeah, dude. Top you didn't 20, come out with 15, one, one of those, bro. I committed. You definitely Boom. came out with one of those because I, I came out with a top ten list. I mean, it had like Columbia in there, but <laughs> <laughs> I still came out with a top ten list. I know you had you had to. My, I feel like my recruiting process was different. I was early commit to uh, Oregon, mm. and it was a dream school of mine. Like growing up, Marcus Mariota and stuff. Yeah, and it was just. Uh, so I was committed for like a whole year, and then I flipped like a week before signing. Uh, really, like, oh wow, two days before signing day. Really, yeah. What went into that? I'm big on my faith, so I prayed on it, and it was just just a lot of factors. But I really just prayed on it. That was the main thing. That's pretty knew. remarkable. Was it a gut feeling kind of thing? You yeah, thought, you definitely. Right I mean, even when I went to my visit on Oregon, so you gotta think like we used to have family gatherings just to watch Oregon football play. Like, really, because of Marcus. Mar but we was watching it before Marcus. Like, really? Yeah. Why so when Oregon? Marcus went there, we were turned. Like, <laughs> and then he ended up doing what he did, like, more turned. Like, <laughs> go Ducks. Like, I, that's all I used to wear. Wow. So it was funny. But uh, I remember going on my visit. They're playing Oregon State. So it's, a, it's like the big rivalry game. I'm just out there. And it's cool. But I was, like, super cold at the time. It was, like, December, I think. <laughs> early December. <laughs> And it's funny because my host was my cousin. His name was Jonah Moy at the time. I mean, yeah, he was there at the time. And after the game, I was just with him. And it was cool. Like, the vibes were cool. It was just I'm just looking at the campus and trying to, like, picture myself being a student athlete here. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I like it here. Like, yeah. But I'm freezing. And, I mean, weather wasn't the only thing. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, things just didn't feel right. Yeah. I mean, I think that happens. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever had that feeling or if you had that feeling. Like, you just get a certain feeling on a campus that can either tell you it's really good for you 
or not great for you. Yeah. Um, but to flip it two days before, that's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty bold move. Well, you made a lot thing. of people mad. So like I've uh, always a lot of Oregon fans. Yeah, a lot of Oregon off. fans were going back to my faith. I just always said like, just take me there. Like yeah, and then. I really didn't even need a visit to come here, but I guess like they didn't believe because I told them I'm gonna come here, I'm gonna sign here, and <laughs> like, Coach no, Helen no was way. like, "No, we're gonna fly you." Like this is yeah. the last weekend, so like you really make sure this is like uh, it was legal, a, by the way. No, yeah, it was it was, it was for sure. It was <laughs> the last. Know, I don't know timeline, but uh, no, no, no. It was, for, it was all. It was within the. <laughs> they had to hurry up and get me because they said the cutoff date for flying recruits in and out yeah. was that Sunday, and okay. I told them on a Saturday. It's the craziest story because my parents didn't even know I was leaving. Wow. <laughs> so, boom, I tell my parents, I'm a, uh, all right, I'm going to sign with Oregon. They're like, okay. They leave the house. Like, we prayed on it. Boom. I mean, no, they left the house. And then they're all like, like I'm glad for my support system because they wasn't trying to sway me to go anywhere. They was like, wherever you go, we support you. They went shopping. I guess they left their phones in the car. <laughs> but I called the coach. I called Coach Nansen. And I was like, Coach, I'm going to come to SC. And my parents are gone, so they don't even know. I just told my parents I'm going to Oregon. I was like, I'm coming to SC, Coach. I don't need a visit. I'm going to just sign the letter. I'm good. <laughs> and he was like, what? Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and mind you, I done canceled on uh, visits to SC like four times before that. Like, they got the flight ready. They had the limo at, the, uh, at my school to pick me wow. up. Can they do that? No, you could. Yeah, you could. It was legal. So. It was legal. <laughs> it was, everything was legal. Was SC, man. I got a question. Everything with SC and running had a, back. They so. had a, they had a, <laughs> that's fair. But they had the car there at my school. And I felt bad because I was like. Wait, so you like, saw the limo pull up? No, oh, my head coach that's called clean. me during class. What? My head coach was a, a teacher at the school. Okay. So yeah. he pulls me out of class. Yeah. Like the, the office pulls me and my counselor is like, you're going to, he's like, you going to SC? And I was like, <laughs> no. And he's like. Coach just ordered he just pointed to the car. Like, That's for you. And I was like, dang, like I was low key just like telling him, yeah, I've, I'm willing to come out, but like they had to fight. <laughs> so it's just so basically, I yeah, like basically I canceled on like three flights like a month before and stuff. So I told him I'll come to SC. I don't need the flight, nothing. I prayed on it. This is what I'm going to do. And he was just like, no, we got to get you out here. So he calls. He uh, basically, they scheduled my flight. Woody, I think, scheduled it. And then uh, they get the, no, they didn't bring a car this time. But I'm trying to call my parents to take me to the airport. <laughs> and they're not answering the phone. So I go to my auntie's house next door and ask her to take me to the airport. And I get to the gate, and they still don't know. I'm calling them while I'm at the gate in L.A. Yeah. And, like, they're still not answering. So I just hop on the plane and fly to L.A. And then uh, I land in L.A. And my mom didn't knew because my auntie told him when they got home because yeah. she's our neighbor. And, like, my mom just started crying. It was like, son, like, what? Like, she oh. said she felt in her – she says she felt in her heart that I wasn't all there with Oregon. So, it's like, she's glad I'm, like, doing something. Because wow. all my uncles went to Oregon, too, and stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry. I told them I didn't need the flight, but they scheduled it. And the flight was, like <laughs> – in two hours, so I had to just <laughs> I didn't really take anything. And she was like, No, just you're fine. And my dad then was like, Yeah, just do you yeah. get home safe. Like and wow. I'm in LAX just waiting for my ride to come. Wait, so what changes between <laughs> telling your parents you're going to Oregon and then what an hour later you're on okay, a flight? So I told them I'm going to Oregon. <laughs> boom. Yeah. I'm in their room. They're like, Okay, blah blah blah. Happy for you, boom, boom. 
they go downstairs, we'll, we'll go to the store. I'm in the room sitting, and I'm just like, I say a prayer real quick. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to I'm gonna go to SC. It was so, just like So, that. like, throughout the duration of that prayer, you felt like Oregon was not the right decision, and you wanted to flip I didn't to USC. Feel, yeah, I just felt like, damn, I got to go to SC. Yeah. Really? So, why, so why USC? A lot of it, education. Obviously, yeah. got the degree. Shoot, I'm about to get two degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's what's up. Um, at the, they were running a pro-style offense at the time. Mm-hmm. So Was it Sark? Uh, yes, okay. Sark. Yeah. But T. Martin was the OC. Okay. Yeah. So I think because I've seen a lot of great players come from the state of Hawaii, I, I've i always wondered, like, why don't you guys all stay home? Stay home. I know family is super important for you guys. Like, and stay close to home and just build, like, take that. Pro- I mean, not take the program to another level because they actually do really yeah, well. Like, no, they go they, undefeated. Yeah. It was like, funny because the year we lost to BYU, they beat BYU. Yeah. Really? So I go home, everybody's talking crap to me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't hear the end of that. Yeah. But you have a bunch of, like, I see, like, five stars or four stars from the state of Hawaii go to USC or, like, Oregon or Washington or BYU or, like, um, you know. From Alabama. A, yeah, Alabama. Like, a couple other. Yeah, obviously Alabama. Um, so, like, you know, what's what's the draw out of the state? You know, if, I, if I'm there, if I'm the recruiter there, I'm like, I'm keeping everybody mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel like we've had conversations like that. Like, I've had conversations like that with other players from Hawaii, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I've talked to Tua about that before. Like, yeah, isn't it funny how we all, like, left? Like, what if we all stayed? Like, we always used to theorize about that stuff. And it's just, like, funny. But I feel like it's just the thing of playing a power five, Yeah, you know, and just getting more exposure. And for me, it was like Hawaii was just my comfort zone, you know. So mm-hmm. it was just everything was – I knew everybody there. It's small. Like, it's already a small world. Hawaii's a small island. Like, yeah. everybody, if you don't know somebody, you know somebody that knows that somebody. So, it was yeah. just, it was a real, it was a comfort zone for me. So, for me, going out, I just want to experience more and get out of that comfort zone and grow. Seems like there's something about, like, a fraternity feel, family feel about football players from Hawaii as well. No doubt. Or just some other. everyone, sure. Like, yeah. everyone, you know, supports each other doesn't matter if you're at a rival college or even you know maybe high school mm-hmm. but uh, there's a, there's a different kind of support th- that you see at other states mm-hmm. oh then you see at other oh yeah i guess so right because i think i feel like we feel like cu- it's just I like eight away culture thing though yeah, yeah it, probably and then it? less than less than being from like the actual state it's just more of a culture thing do you think of a guy like saya do, do you know yeah Wait, you know, Saya? he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That's my dog. Yeah, that's yeah. my family. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know that. Yeah, Saya. Um, for the audience you, you who doesn't meet, know, that was yeah. our teammate at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Plays D line. Uh, Where, where's he have, at now? Uh, he's at uh, Charlotte. Yeah. Okay, he's at Charlotte. Did you now. ever meet Nephi? Leilao? Le- um, oh, he went no. to. He actually went to Vandy. Oh, but I'm um, Alabama, you're next. That one. Yeah, he's the guy that said oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we have to pull it up. Could you no, pull no, that no. up? I was just saying. No, he was a beast, though. No, he was a beast. He was, he was a, a beast. He was a, a no, five star. He was like one of the highest recruits yeah, so that Vanderbilt got. Good one. Um, and then that, well, you probably know Tamu then Jordan. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's funny we played on the same flag football team. Oh wow, that must be a cold team. No, we lost every game. What? Oh, won the first game, lost everyone after that. <laughs> Wait, you're the running back and Tim was the quarterback and you was every. Oh, I was the quarterback. He was a wideout. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, and I hated. I wanted to play running back. Like all my life, I wanted to play running back. Yeah, really. I never got the chance to do that. So you're just like, going no one school. read and tucking it, huh? It was flag, so I don't think we could have just ran like that. Uh, but that was Nephi. That was Nephi. Uh, he should get paid for that. How many views does that have? <laughs> 
He should actually get paid for that, shouldn't he? Isn't that non fungible token? He should make an NFT out of that. He would make a lot of money. Uh, yeah. No, but seriously, like, doesn't that person that post post that get paid for every view? Yeah. How's so, that work? So that almost has Bullen should know. Depends on if they set it up to monetize it or not. Not ever, just because you started a YouTube channel doesn't mean you're automatically monetizing it. So oh. you can do a lot of like a lot of these kids that are out there like re-editing NFL highlights and stuff and just creating channels off that. That's their problem is they can't monetize it because they don't own any of those rights. But uh, you can do that just so to get views. Put it up there, yeah. But you can't. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like if you use music that you don't have the rights to or video you don't have the rights to, then you can't make money off of it. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fraternity. Oh, are you talking about? Uh, yeah, everybody the, the culture. You talking about Tamu and all them? But yeah, because I saw you tweeted something about uh, Mackenzie Milne, right? Great high school. You were supporting one him. of my best friends. Yeah. Oh, he's from your high school? Yeah, we played uh, pizzas here. Yeah, that was the, uh, he was a QB. I was a running back, same class. Hello? That is my bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Used to train together, everything. Still train together, but it's hard because it's on the other side of the the coast. Oh, for real? So he don't really go home like I do. Like, Mm -hmm. spring break, I could come home. He's not coming back home unless he gets, like, three weeks, two weeks off. Gotcha. You got some uh, pizza? Like, oh yeah, Mackenzie, <laughs> my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just balled out in the spring, spring game. game. Crazy story, crazy comeback story, and uh, it's funny. Like I remember him sending his first videos to me about um, of him just doing karaoke's and him jogging on the field. And now, like I seen him moving around in the pocket, see him get out of the pocket. I was like, dang, he's yeah. back. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, you guys were on the same high school football, football team? team. Yes, that was sir. his quarterback. Did y'all win state? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a cold team. Yeah. So sophomore year, we went to state and lost. Junior year, we won state. Yeah. Senior year, we lost in playoffs. How did y'all lose with that He squad? got injured. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but say. it's funny because when he was injured, we pulled up a freshman um, from the JV team. And that freshman was Dylan Gabriel at UCF. Whoa. I didn't know they went to the same high school. Yeah. Y'all and it's team, funny because was cold. <laughs> Dylan Gabriel was a freshman at the time not wearing 96 as a QB because that was what? the only number left, I guess. Like, So wh- what's the <laughs> – Wearing a fat 96 jersey, like a and big – it was so loose. It looked terrible. But he was out there slinging really the college thing. football quarterback right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's the high school football like in Hawaii? Maybe we don't give it enough respect. I ain't going to lie. It don't get as much respect as it do, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just, but it's good, it's good. Is it is it like just really top heavy though? Like you're you're playing teams that are yeah, like no, walking no, no. out there with like five foot two centers that are like one ten, and, and but they're also, I mean, yeah, no, on, okay, it's funny that you say that because our center was like five five, but <laughs> our two guards and tackles on both sides were like supposed to be D one bound, but went to juco but they were like six whatever like six four guys, yeah, yeah big dudes some huge human beings no they were, they were big. <laughs> one of them actually uh graduated at, from utah because he went to juco and made it out but the others oh and one of them went to kansas i'm tripping okay one of them went to kansas I, they all went juco. to the same they all went to the same uh juco they went to pima and then they went to one of them went to university of kansas the other one went to university of utah okay and then the other ones just went back home but they yeah. were good too where would you compare relative to maybe like a California? Like, do you think your uh, team? I can't say much because we came out here and lost. So, oh really? Who'd you, who'd you, you play? Play? 
no, I didn't come out here and lose. Uh, I'm tripping. I did come out here. Okay, I came to Vegas. I went to Vegas and lost. Was it Gorman? Our senior year. Who was it? No, it was Liberty. And it was funny because. I've never even heard of. Yeah, I've never yeah, heard of them. We were. Y'all were supposed to win tripping, that game. Tripping. Yeah. But uh, I'm talking about like the now. Like when I graduated, my high school team came up here and played Bosco. And that was like Dylan Gabriel's okay. senior year. They got smacked. Smacked? Smacked. Bosco's a good We team. scored the first. Oh, Bosco is tough like yeah. that. We scored the first touchdown. Everybody thought it was turned. Like, we thought it was turned. Yeah. I remember getting <laughs> You're the You're probably text. talking trash. We, with we know that feeling. I'm in the hotel. <laughs> okay, it's Friday night. The next day is our first game of the season against UNLV. So, like, I'm just in the hotel. Chilling. Getting the updates. And, like, boom, we scored. I'm like, yeah, talking my stuff mm-hmm. in the in the, in the the lounge. And it's just like. You're probably talking to Chris, huh? Bro, was, no, Chris wasn't there yet. Chris was playing. Oh, Chris was playing. Yeah. <laughs> Chris was playing? <laughs> Chris was playing. <laughs> and and I'm DJ just, Ugulele, right? Yeah, DJ. He's I probably playing. said his name wrong. But, yeah. but <laughs> we're just in there. I'm like, yeah, what's up? What's up? Well, 56, 7, like. <laughs> 56, wow. seven. 56 seven. That sounds something about, like that. That sounds Some, about accurate. It, around it, those that, lines. like those those first touchdowns. But that they, year we also wasn't the best team in the state. So oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Like, How about your year? Do you think it would have been closer? Uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, who's stopping you at running back in high school? Like, there's no, there's no way. Bosco has some DBs. I mean, I mean, it, I don't know. They're not trying to tackle you, bro. Like in high school, like you're not. No one's trying to tackle a big running back. Like it's just not it's nobody. I don't want to step in front of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> unless you have an offer somewhere, like you didn't sign up for that. Uh, like power backs in high school, it's such an advantage. Yeah. You can just feed him yeah, the ball. Like, have you seen team. Derrick Henry's high school highlight yeah. or uh, high school stats? <laughs> yeah. It's no, like two hundred yards a game, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. It's stupid. Oh, he's still doing it. He's like keep doing Florida. the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. He's, <laughs> no, he's, he's still doing the same. Yeah. He's, he's still kind of doing the same thing. For sure, doing the same thing. Um. All right. What else? What else are we gonna talk about? Uh, oh, I wanted to bring up the Sam Darnold trade because you played with Sam, right? Uh huh. What happened? He got traded to the Panthers. You didn't oh, see that? Bro, I've been so busy. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. even see that. That's that finance life. Yeah. Okay, so he got traded for, I believe. Oh God, I'm gonna get this wrong. It's like a late pick this year, but then a second and maybe a fourth in 2022 or something like that. So he's basically gonna be the Panthers guy moving forward. Yeah. At least they're, I think they're gonna get rid of Teddy. And then they just the Jets him? basically. No, I think he's still they on his rookie. Last I think he's still on his rookie deal, Sam. No, Teddy. Oh, they Teddy. Just, yeah, they did pay Teddy. I don't know how much of that's guaranteed. And then the Jets basically said we're gonna bet on Zach Wilson, number two overall. Okay. Yeah. They I got feel a like number they're still sticking uh, to that too. What they get for him? What's up? Oh, that doesn't make sense. Three picks, a sixth round in twenty twenty. Yeah, so sixth round of this year, second, a second round, fourth, and a fourth round in the following year. Yeah. That's pretty good. A haul for the Jets, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I, I don't. I, I've only Dude, the seen crazy st- part Sam is he's younger. Looking he's younger than Joe Burrow, which a lot of people don't realize. He's still, I think, he's 23. Oh, he's that. He's that Ooh. young. Sam, uh, Sam cause oh, he, yeah, he yeah. left early. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think about Sam? Sam is a guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Uh, I'm happy for him. I feel like it'll be a, it'll be a better fit for him. I mean, I haven't watched Panthers play like that, but he he got some weapons. He got McCaffrey. And uh, when uh, Robbie Anderson was at the Jets, I think that was his favorite target. So. Oh, I forgot about that. I think he's on the Panthers now, right? Yep. Yeah. Robbie Anderson's on. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, 24, he's 23. Yeah. 
That's a young dude. dude how long he's, he's been, been in the league for? How long? Two like two three years, right? Yeah, two, three years, in the, and he's like a vet. 2018. Yeah. Dude's yeah. only 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's a vet in the league. I'm about to turn 23. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? 23. I just turned 23. Yeah, that's That's crazy. Yeah, but he was commanding a team at 21 years old. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that wild? That's that's football for you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about like. These young guys who get who leave early, especially quarterbacks, you're expected to produce rookie year, year yeah. two. And if you don't, then you're already a bust. Yeah. I'm like, he can still be in college very easily. Yeah. Look at a guy like Tua. Could have stayed an extra year. Maybe he didn't play to the standards where he should have uh, or, like, people expected him to. Yeah. Like, people have already run a guy off like that who you're still in your early 20s. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, basketball. The <laughs> I was thinking of Markel Fultz. I think he's in our class coming out and he was 18 years old gets drafted number one overall right and it's like bro you're 18 playing against 30 year olds like give him a little bit of time to develop yeah i guess i i mean i don't know if you can really it's like Mm -hmm. it's like really what have you done for me lately would you say the same thing i mean you know what i'm gonna take it you know they put fucking 18 year old soccer players out on the first team for some of these, they do. Like, I've been seeing some clips oh. of like sixteen-year-olds. Saying when Mbappe first showed up so and started like, playing on PSG, he was like seventeen or something, and yeah, he was no, out there on first squad, running around with Neymar and everyone else. So it's like, you know, just show up and be do your part, no matter how old you are, if you can do your part. But do you think football is different? Just because oh, yeah. it might depend like, on it sure. might depend on position. That too. That's what I that, say. Quarterback, what, yeah, that's a whole different. Right? Like to your point, trying to look. Besides the you're talking to men versus your age, yeah. you don't veterans in the league. Like, yeah, good luck. But yeah, you can talk about the on the field stuff, but the intangibles by themselves are difficult because mm-hmm. these are grown men with families and you're leading them on the field of battle. That yeah, that's like it's totally different. That's you're crazy playing to here think about. at USC, you're going to frat parties, you're chilling with the boys, and then now you're you're commanding <laughs> a franchise, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, For real. yeah. No, there's I mean, a lot. There's a lot to come with that. People, like you said, off the field, like people got families to go home to. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Got rookies coming in, just doing the stuff you were just talking yeah. about, and it's just like, damn, what you about to do after practice? <laughs> you go buy groceries for the family. The family. <laughs> I gotta take care of my kids. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's so interesting, and I think a knock against running backs all the time is how long have you stayed in like college, and like how many hits have you taken? Yeah, and that's like a sure. huge. That's like a huge knock yeah. against running yeah. backs. Um. I'm curious, like, for you, like, how much is that, like, waiting to your decision-making? And I think it's probably different here at SC because you guys – looks like you guys rotate backs all the time. We have. Yeah, and so, like, you're all you're all staying fresh, but you think of a guy – I don't know, who's a guy, like, that's just been used a ton? Like, I, maybe he's not a running back, but Rondell Moore was just – his utilization his rate was, just, rate was yeah, gross. Was, yeah, yeah was, but then he opted out. He didn't play a lot last year, did he? Well, he, he got so? injured. He tore oh, his – Oh, ACL? Yeah, or something like that. He tested well in pro day, I think. Dude, he, he killed the vert. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. he's, a, he's a freak. Yeah, he's a freak. Oh, we played against him. Remember? Yeah, he really. We, we played Purdue. I think he had over like 200 yards <laughs> catching. You can just tell back to our earlier conversation yeah. where you can scheme guys to get a lot of yards and uh-huh. touchdowns. Yeah, like he's the entire offense, right? So like bubble passes going to him. Like yeah, deep I know shots they used to are do going like jet sweeps to him and stuff. Oh yeah. His, like he's, his he, highlight yeah. tape his freshman year was crazy. He's really getting drafted off his highlight tape his freshman year. Low key, yeah, which is crazy. I mean, that's all you really. It's just crazy. no, yeah. You, it's crazy how you just need one year mm-hmm. sometimes. So what, what's, what's your? I mean, what's like what's your thing with, with NFL? Like what? How's that kind of like played into all your decision making? Oh, decisions stay another yeah, year. Yeah. Well, I just felt like I didn't. I didn't. Uh, 
put up the tape I wanted to. Yeah. The past years. And a lot of that was due to, like you said, that, like, taking hits and stuff. Yeah. A lot of, I've been playing through injuries and stuff. And obviously, it's no excuse. Yeah. If you're going to be on the field, give everything you got. Right. But I feel like this year is finally a year where I get to just train for the season. Last year, I was coming out of two surgeries, and I couldn't train all year last year. So, mm. I really didn't even do fall camp. And wow. it was just – it was weird. Came back a week before the season and just started getting in my groove. And, yeah. I mean, it's no excuse regardless. Right. But I'm just glad that I get a whole year to really prepare for this season. Uh, I mean, it to, to have that much time to prepare, like – yeah, it's it's weird. Like, and Mo can speak to this too. Like, when once you, you know, decide on the fact that, like, look, I this, like for you, it's like this is my last year. Like, I can put all my eggs into the basket. Like, I know this is gonna be my last last college football year, and have that time to prepare. Your game just goes to it, and your mindset yeah. just goes to a completely different level. Yeah. Um, the piece is here. Cool. No, nah, yeah, man, I'm cool for now. Yeah, bro, he don't want that for his body, bro. No, no, I'm gonna eat after this <laughs> for sure. He don't want bro. the cheese pizza in his body, bro. <laughs> Nah, I can't get a slice, bro. Really? Man. Bro, I'm kind of getting subconscious by my stomach. <laughs> You're not working out the same, bro. Nah, I, I am. It's just, it's just like. You're not a grinder. Huh? You're not a grinder. I don't need to be a grinder anymore. <laughs> I'm not trying to put 315 pounds on my back and squat down Man. anymore. Bro, it's it. that's one part of being out of football that's super nice is the fact that you don't have to. First, listen to a strength coach, and you don't have to get 10 reps, you know, on a car. <laughs> it's not the way you think it is. Like, our strength coaches are really chill. You still got to do the lift. Chill is like. Yeah, bro. Like, you still have to do 80% of your max for five, six reps. Like, I'm not throwing gonna, 80% of my gonna, max. That's how you get stronger. That's going to hold you accountable. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I'm just saying, outside of sports, like, talk to anybody that's done playing sports, even though there's a lot of drawbacks of being, like, playing. Like, the big thing there is, like, I cool like I, my spine is good like like how do you see yourself like post football like you're gonna push yourself doing mat drills <laughs> doing the same kind of thing or when i'm done with football i'm done with football like <laughs> we're not pushing twice. any sleds yeah not. no i'm i feel like i would try to watch my eating more and i would like to stay fit but then again you never know what it is <laughs> until you get in the situation but like you said like yeah i don't gotta be putting four plates out like ah i'm gonna go get it today yeah. i'm Ain't nothing wrong with, like, you know, getting a nice little run-in or getting some arms, like, just the little things, I guess. Well, I'm not trying to kill myself in the weight room after this, no. You can be a big yoga guy, huh? I ain't going to lie. I would I would not mind, like, getting some <laughs> flexibility in, bro. Like Some yoga, some, some Bikram yoga, Pilates. Like some Pilates, some cycling. I've never tried none of those, but... Never tried yoga? Do, no, I've never tried. Oh, bro, you need to. Quincy told Game me about changer. hot yoga. Yeah, oh, you, you have to do hot yoga. Game he said, changer, bro, man. That's, that stuff is real. I was like, man, I bet it is. For you, though, it might be different because you come off a lot of injuries. So, like, that that might be, like, the part. I, I didn't have any. That's why I started yeah. doing it for the injuries. But, yeah. like, balance, especially as a running back, huge core. Yeah. All that. And core, even, for sure. Even training your mind. Russell Wilson does a lot of the yoga stuff just to train his mind and to stay yeah. cool and calm and collected in difficult moments. Yeah. It's funny. I was just talking about, like, training with Zay Polamalu. Yeah. Because uh, Talanoa has been training with Troy Polamalu, like, no facility, nothing. Mm. And it's funny because I used to 
watch like Troy Polamalu workout videos when I was like in high school, mm-hmm. and it's just his workouts are different. Like he don't touch a barbell, he don't do heavy weights. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like Zay actually went out to train with Troy over quarantine last year while we were all in quarantine, mm-hmm. and I was like, bro, like how was it? Like, and he was just like, bro, the whole time I was with him, didn't touch a barbell once, and a lot of it starts with the mind, like. What? So, yeah, so Troy Polamalu trained under Marv Marinovich, and this is the guy that made the NFL Combine. And hmm. so he's like the, the okay. godfather of training. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so this is Troy Polamalu's dude that he only trained with that dude, Marv. Passed away, RIP. But uh, basically, it's just a lot of heat. What the dude Marv said was the best movers uh, or the best weightlifters were not the best movers in the room. That is Just, very freaking true. I agree. Yeah. That is so true. There's a lot of workout warriors. So instead of like pushing heavy weight, what they did was, I can't even speak to it really, but just what I've seen off the videos that are on YouTube was they just moved. They they worked on explosive movements. So like it would be like like 10 pounds, but you'd be like boom, 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 like just functional mm. movements. Getting your muscles to have that quick twitch in them because in the game, you just hunt, you, everything is quick twitch. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. think I quite honestly, I would, I would think that more pro- I would, that's programs why would I do wanna, that. Yeah, you. Should that's do. what you want to do. Yeah, I want. It's the easy I'm, thing. I'm for about st- to ask Zay if I could, you know, you could give me some Dude, tips. That'd be and really stuff. cool. But yeah, no, I feel yeah. like the easy thing for strength coaches though is like, put you know five guys under a bar and like no, have yeah, them scout through fifteen. But I think I like that would be the best like workouts for for individuals. I would love to see that completely change and, strength and conditioning. Where like someone is like just goes away from the complete norm, and I I think I've been around probably the most this is strength the guy coaches. who made the combine. Yeah, exactly. Now, like like mm-hmm. we've I think we've gotten away. Maybe we've gotten away from from that, but like I don't know. We, we've been with Dobson. We've been with I, I've been with Frazier. I was with Coach Ruben with the Chiefs. Like I they and they're kind of like the traditional. No, they're they're actually not even the traditional. Okay. Like they're they're no more about movement and mm-hmm. you know not actually like doing one rep max and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I would love to see, like, the strength and conditioning like landscape that. change mm-hmm. to be a bit more, like, movement, flexibility. Like, I th- what do you, what do you- I'm curious as to how you want it to change because I think I think there's a happy medium. Like, I I love lifting heavy weights. I feel like that's how I've gotten stronger. I don't see how else you would get stronger. But, isn't- but then I see the other end where a guy like Tom Brady, then again, he plays quarterback, so it might be different, but he says 90% of his training is all bands. And then he'll look at his teammates who are lifting heavy to you guys' points and say, that's why you're getting injured. And that's why a guy like myself who has been in the league for two decades, I've had one injury scare. That's what Troy Polamalu said, too. And that's what really made him train with that dude, Marv, was that he got to Pittsburgh and, I guess, like, started, but he ended up missing most of the season two years in a row. So he was like, I went from not missing a practice to basically missing two seasons in the league. Mm. So I needed to change. I needed to do something different. Mm-hmm. Started working out with that dude Marv, and I guess he was worked. He's worked out with him a couple times in the past, but that's when he really like dedicated it to him and stuff. And I mean, Hall of Fame. Seriously, yeah. I, I would, I would, I would think that works. Seriously. You okay, but then in the trenches, you're just gonna be weak. You need your offensive and defensive. Bro, it's hard. I feel like it's hard. Like, have you ever done a, a hot yoga class? Like them, that shit is. I mean, sorry, that is hard. 
Like those women. Oh, don't get me wrong, bro. Yeah. Like that strength that oh, bro. This one I've pose heard. where I'm just like, <laughs> what, in, bro? I'm like, what in the world? Is it the one? You know what pose I'm talking about, <laughs> bro? There's just this cow one. Pose. It's a cow pose. Is that what it is? I don't know which pose you're talking about. You probably would know. Hey, I fuck with yoga. Freaky dude. Definitely no yoga. <laughs> yoga. Super freaky dude. I was about man. to say, is you think hot yoga is harder? Any yoga is hard. It's Pilates, bro. Yoga. Pilates. Get on but those movements are hard. Like I've those been machines. So what is like? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I much see about like Pilates, different machines honestly. with the Pilates. Things call a reformer. But high school athletes take notes. Like the the move, like understanding your body and movements. Like, that. can you please bring up the yoga poses? I'm sorry, I have to. I have to see this, <laughs> bro. Have but you there's with me to the studio or no? To the yoga studio? Yeah, I used no. to go all the time in Nashville. No, we have a slight flex. Are you, is you? Are you pretty? No, I can't remember. I've gone with a lot of people. I don't remember if I went with. No, a slight flex. Dude, how's that a flex <laughs> at all? <laughs> That's a legitimate question. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think we've gone together. Okay. But like, okay, bro, it's like these po- like if you can, I feel like athletes like us, are, we can't like like that, yeah. bro. If you can do that, you can run a four four. Like this one, this one. I promise you. If you can do that, you're never tearing your hamstrings. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, we can't do stuff like that. Well, the crazy part is we lift all day and night, and then I go into a studio with all these women, and they're they're out, uh, they're out doing me on they're all these stronger. positions. They are Strong. low-key stronger. They got that body control. Yeah. As a, And I feel like, like a running back, that'd probably be the best thing. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of balance. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Might have to tap into that. Yeah. Might have to. That's interesting. Those are good. Those are good alternative training methods for sure. Like you said, there's a happy medium. There's a balance to everything. So, but for pro day, that's something you'd want to do instead of a training facility. I mean, if it's with Troy, that's what I would want to do. But yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about training for. Oh, just in general off season, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I trained at uh, Bomberitos down in South Florida over quarantine, and uh-huh. a lot of the Miami Dolphins and several uh, pro guys who live in the area. That's where they go. Yeah. And if I like when I look at the offensive defense alignment, they don't even back squat at all. Really? They don't they don't mm. really do any Olympic lifting. The only uh like the alternative to a heavy squat would be the shark. Mm. You know the shark pit. Yeah. Oh, I like the shark tank. Yeah, because it's just safer, like it, right? Yeah, so it's like not it's shark safer. Tank. Definitely not shark, shark pit. Tank. Shark, shark pit. pit. Yeah. So basically shark once you get to that level shark. and you're established, I think the emphasis shifts from you know hitting PRs towards like maintenance and staying healthy. So why, like, why there's, there's a priority with like staying healthy for 16 games versus I, I can only make it games. through eight or should six. be like that in college. Why not? Huh? Yeah. Why not? Like, why don't you like treat them like a pro in college? You know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's good for freshmen, like coming in probably to, to hit the weight room. I needed it personally. Yeah. So I came in at probably, I was really skinny, man. 180 pounds. We did 225 tests my first week. I could only hit it three times. We just did one, a 225 test the other day. I hit it 19. And so oh, I feel like. That's like linebacker oh, level. That's <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel better. And this is coming from someone who's been injured a ton in college football. I need to be able to take hits. I need to gain weight. I need muscle on me. Mm-hmm. It's made me faster, stronger, better, more power on my throws. And so, like, and, and I've gotten into the stretching part, too, which I understand what you guys are saying. I just, I would advocate for a combination of both. I feel that. Because if I didn't lift, I would still be that same scrawny 180-pound kid. And, like, you put me in a game, I would get blown up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel you on that. I I, def, I definitely do feel you on that point. <laughs> I feel Because I, I came in at, like, 155. 
like this little skinny dude from from California who, you know, I'll still run you over. Like, I'm I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, like, no. bro, and we were talking about on the last pod. Like, uh, I don't know if you know who Will Compton is, but he plays safety for yeah. linebacker. He play linebacker, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I like I lay like I lay my shoulder down. Like, bro, can you? I'm listen to me. I ain't gonna lie. I saw that dude will come to boom, boom somebody in the <laughs> before though. That man is, that dude, on the he's like that. Line. Yeah, the Titans. I, I challenged him to an Oklahoma drill. Dude, Will's, Will's pretty big. Bro, bro here's Will's the thing. Stout. Like, here's the thing though. Like, we talked about a low person wins, but like, it's something. Like, you have you ever seen like some of them scrawny receivers, like a Devontae Smith catch the ball and like mm, on the sideline just dump somebody? No, I've never seen him do that. That, that guy I, weighs 170 pounds. I promise you, would dump somebody. <laughs> Like, like a Marquise Brown, like some, like somebody that got that it, that 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 it in them. You're saying it's more mental, more than anything. Yeah. So mental, you're saying you're more mentally strong than Will Compton? I'll go on record for saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hey, we're gonna. Aren't we gonna be in Nashville? Are you going to graduation? May first. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Because I'll be there May first. So, all right, maybe we'll plan it out where we're both there. And we'll Do be, Oklahoma you know what, that, that podcast, The Busting with the Boys? Yeah. yeah you, wa- so, you watch it? Or? I've never watched it. Uh, but, like, you know about it c- yeah. probably through us or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll be in Nashville. So, we'll, all right, let's plan on this. We're either going to do the challenge with them or we're going to be on their podcast. What challenge? Oh, uh, we challenge We're them. planning something without them knowing. Or we no, no, I'm putting it out yes, there. You 100%. Know what I'm 100%. 100%. <laughs> yes. Well, all right, cool. <laughs> when Brad was here, we were talking about putting things into the ether. Speaking right. into existence. Josh I was, bet you Josh probably believe in that, like speaking things into existence. I actually don't. I mean, really? I yeah. Like I Hawaii. Okay, vibe, not like, like manifesting, but yeah, yeah. I do feel like power of the tongue. A lot. Exactly. It does say Wait, what'd you say? Power of the tongue. Power of the tongue. Mm, just the same. There's like a saying for the same thing. Mm, more of like a, maybe a biblical. Oh, is it? Kind of. Kind of. But yeah, for sure. Speaking into existence. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, the challenge, because they do their (laughs) podcast out of a bus. And uh, so we're going to race our truck versus their bus. (laughs) They also just got sponsored. I'm taking team seconds. And and you know, you know. I love that. Yeah, I like that. And you know. (laughs) I love that. And you know, OJ, too. Did you know OJ? Oh, my God. OJ used to race internationally. Really? Yeah. Like F1, F2. I can see him in like. The suit and the dude, he's legit. Like maybe we could pull up a photo, Samuel Orm Jones. But yeah, he, like, so he grew up. Hmm? Hotspot died. Oh, oh really? Lost Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, that's a, do you have a hotspot or no? Mm. Oh, we'll figure it out. Anyways, like he grew up from age five to like right before college, like seventeen. He was a big time international race car driver. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah, man. crazy. So I'm gonna have. I wonder him what. I wonder what. Uh, drop him up. Yeah, I wonder what. Uh, like, made him stop doing that. Oh, probably ball, mm. huh? We talked Who, about OJ? it on the podcast. He was yeah. actually the first episode. He said, uh, so he needs to inherit, basically, his parents' uh, companies in the UK. Uh-huh. And he needs, like, you need to, like, go through a through education for that. You're sharing his whole family line? He asked the question, <laughs> man. This, this is the answer you give us. <laughs> Let's go. We're, we'll start sharing OJ's family line. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, but he needed to go to school in order to in order to take over. OJ those gonna be watching like that. Like, why, why is he telling them about my family? Yeah, <laughs> he gonna give you a hey, Mike. Like, <laughs> hey, you gotta fix that part. No, bro. No, was this a question on what's post football? I could have sworn this was. 
a mm. question on post football life for you. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> How we got to OJ? Talking about racing trucks against oh, the Boston boys. Trucks, yeah. I know, but dude, how do we get all the way to here? I thought we we're. I thought he was gonna give the post football. No, he was talking so, about uh, like, can you see yourself working out post football? Yeah, I think because we were talking about yeah. Because you okay. said you're not squatting heavy, right? So then I asked him, and then you said you don't need to be strong, and then you started saying that you're gonna run well over an <laughs> Oklahoma drill. So then we start talking. About That's why when you said keep challenge, that, I thought I thought you were. I'm gonna run him. Uh, I thought you guys was talking about that challenge. <laughs> well, that's I'm gonna run him ch- clean over. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're bold for that, bro. How you be watching this? We'll delete that one. (laughs) Maybe we can delete that one. I'm staying in. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. (laughs) We're going to keep that comment from bowling earlier, too. (laughs) 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 No, but for post, I want to know post football, are you moving back to Hawaii? When it's all said and done? Yeah. I I can see myself said and done. Is your your girl from Hawaii, too? No, she's from Seattle. Oh, she's from Seattle. So, how? Okay. So would she would she be really like would she be willing to to, to take off in Hawaii? Because I feel like living, growing up in Hawaii has to be completely different. Like you're not traveling out of like you can't hop in the car and be like, oh, like today, like let's go to another state or. Oh yeah, no. Like you you, <laughs> you have the island, you have the west, the east, and you know. I mean, I don't know. Hawaii is really expensive. A lot of people are moving from Hawaii. Really? So. Is it that yeah. expensive? I know super. gas is super expensive there, but no, yeah, bro, bro. Everything on Hawaii is wildly expensive. Well, you got to think for <laughs> the economic. You got to get all the shit out there. Yeah. You got to get it out there. Yeah. And then you add the tour. You know, they make all the money off the tourism. Not all, but a large portion of their income is from tourism, which is uh-huh. on top of cost of goods being expensive as the get go. Like they're taxing. You're getting taxed. Tax. How's so, Hawaii been with COVID? Uh, everything California is Hawaii's the same, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is Hawaii like typically like a Republican or Democrat state? Democrat. Okay. Blue. Dang, this pod is eclectic. Is it, are you? Talking do you like politics. Tulsi? Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> she's uh, from Hawaii, right? Do you know who that is? No, yeah, she's from yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm not all in, so I wouldn't even know. Okay. No, because she was a. Uh, you know who that is? No, I don't know. She's that. been, God, either a congresswoman or senator in, in Hawaii. I want to say from. She's Democrat. Can we look it up? Okay. Either from. Like a very young age, I want to say eighteen years old, something crazy, sure she's or, or whatever. Sure yeah, she's I thought about that. Too. Whatever the youngest no. age. Uh, at my elementary school, there used to be like I used to see big vote for Tulsi Gabbard, like wow, and it's crazy because he's still seeing stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, dang, she's, she's a rock star, man. People been love in the her. game for a minute, like <laughs> a very long time. Oh, I'm sure. Eight so eight she ran for she president of this cycle. Or? Oh, she she ran for president too. Yeah. Uh, she stayed in there for 2013 a long time. to 2021. Jesus, how old was she? She was elected in two t- 2012. I thought about doing that here. What running for, for You're running for something for congressman? Yeah, yeah. You can be. What's the minimum age for running for Congress? It's either 25. Huh. Thank you, three finger Phil. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Growing senator is older, but really, you thought about it, like legitimately. I legitimately thought about it. Okay, that'd be kind of cool, like to just run, hmm? just just for fun or what? Just for fun. I feel like I can <laughs> probably do better. <laughs> like that's not something you would say. You know, like I'm going to the grocery store to get ice cream, like just for fun. Well, that's like, kind of thing. I'm gonna run for senator, like because that's like usually there's a story <laughs> attached to it. You know, like I'm passionate about X, Y, and Z, <laughs> economic inequality, racial injustice, da da da. I mean, shoot, you can be my campaign manager. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just, I'm just asking. They're gonna roll the clip man. back like he said. He's just doing it for fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 this, 
Dope off, yeah, dope off for this he's guy. Yeah, he's playing the games. Yeah, he said he's doing. These are people's fun. lives, man. <laughs> I think I do a great job. At it. I'll leave That's it there. why. I'll leave it there. I think I do a really good job. At it. I, I just wanted to ask you about recruiting wise, like for you guys in the state of Hawaii, like what was what was that like? You can't you know go and like visit s- other places as easily, especially unofficials and stuff like that, like camps. It's like it was probably a huge deal that you had to like fly out to LA. You know, you probably had to like fly across the country a couple of times. Like, does it hurt the recruiting process there a little bit? Because you guys can't really, you know, go everywhere, if that makes sense. I feel like nowadays with social media, it just helps out so much. But for me, yeah, I guess flying out to camps really helped. And they had satellite camps that that year. So Mm. satellite camps are not allowed anymore. Really? Oh, actually, I know they banned it for actually, one Actually, you might be right. I don't think they are. I, I don't think they, they, don't can, s- they can host them anymore. I don't know. They might be. I think. I'm not sure. No, I think I think you I, think I know you one year right. they for sure canceled it, but I don't know mm-hmm. if they put it back on. Yeah. But satellite camps really helped me a lot. And the, like, just the exposure from the Nike opening regional okay. things. Well, not well, not everybody's as fortunate as you to. No, I'm just talking about oh, the, the, re- the Nike, Nike. regionals. Were, oh, so they came. I, see, I don't know anything about the recruiting landscape. So they came to Hawaii. So yeah. colleges would come and see you guys as well yes, and have their, host their camps there. Uh, Like wait. maybe University of Hawaii would like host a football camp and then like USC yeah. coaches would be there at Stanford. Yeah, so uh, they did one like like a satellite camp back there. And gotcha. it's funny because the first one they did was my sophomore year going into my junior year. And uh, it was at my high school. Gotcha. So, like, everyone in our from our high school, since it was hosted at our high school, we got to do it for free. So, yeah. all the coaches were there. And it's funny because Colorado was my first offer from that camp. But I didn't. So, the coach told me, the running back coach came to me and was like, hey, come see us after the camp. Like, they're doing the ceremony thing after the camp. And they're just like, come see us after the camp. We want to talk to you, me and Coach, uh, whatever the heck, McIntyre was at the time. Oh, yeah, Coach McIntyre. Yeah. He was like, Coach McIntyre and I want to talk to you. And after the ceremony thing, I got nervous about going to talk to the coach. So I was like, I'm just not going to go see him. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was just not going to. Like, I don't know what he's going to tell me. Like, I don't know. Camp is done anyway, too. So I'm like, he probably forgot. Like, I'm thinking he probably forgot. There's, like, so many kids. at the. You know how it is. Yeah, like, there's just yeah, yeah, a yeah. bunch of kids. So I'm just like, dang, I'm kind of. Yeah, they probably want I didn't tell my mom them nothing about it. And this was on a Sunday. And Monday, I come back to school. We have summer school. And my head coach uh, calls me out of class and is like, hey, how come you didn't go see the Colorado coaches after the camp? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot because blah, blah, blah. He was like, he was like kind of tripping on me. He was like, why is it the damn phone? Because uh, they're going to offer you. Like, mm-hmm. so you better hurry up. And I was like, oh, dang, okay. So that's how I got my first offer. Why were you nervous, though? I don't know. I was just like. You were just young, like. I have no idea. I, was just I mean, you balled, so they couldn't tell you that you did bad. <laughs> I like, know. <laughs> I really don't know what the thought process was. It's like, it was bro, like one of your first interactions with a college coach. Pretty much, like, anxious yeah. That stuff is ner- that's that's nerve wracking. It was like my first time. Mm-hmm. I was super like, yes, sir. It you know, it's like, the coolest yeah. when uh, they pull you out of class oh, and someone man. comes in and it's like, uh, you know. Bye. We need you in the coach's office. Like whatever. Like Nick Saban's here. Something crazy, you know. Oh, probably for you. Was no, probably. never had Nick Saban. But but that uh, that was like oh that was probably a huge the, that was deal. probably one of the best experiences like that we yeah. all have probably had as yeah. college players. Yeah. And, like for my my coach wouldn't like 
I, you would never know. I don't know for you guys. Like, I wouldn't know, like, prior to the day, like, who's going to be in there. So, like, every time I walk in there, I was like, damn, like, who's this going to be? So you get in the office, and they give you the little card, and they're talking to you. <laughs> you, got, you got their – I don't even know if they give cards anymore. Probably don't even give cards. You probably just yeah, trade social media handles and leave it at that. Probably. Um, but, yeah, they give you the card. Like, you show up to the office. You're like, all right, who's it going to be? Who's going to be? You open the door, and you see the little logo. <laughs> you're like – Oh snap! It's, it's Northwestern today. It's like, oh, let's go. Or you walk in there, it's like, damn, it's sack, sack. Uh. <laughs> oh shoot! You got? Did you ever have that like experience as well? Yeah. No. Yeah. If I felt like a man, like coming up, dude, it's so cool. They pull you out of class. Yeah. We and it's cool because you get pulled out. Like, yeah. One yeah. time I got pulled out of a, a science class. No, not never an exam, but uh. a science class. And I was just like, I super. It was like my hardest class at the time, and I was just like. So happy that I was able to get out. Like, mm-hmm. All your boys are hyping you up, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, about to get an offer. Yeah. Well, did you have more? Well, you guys had a bunch of people getting recruited. So, like, that, that probably co- helps. Yeah, yeah, it probably helps. Like, the coach's office is probably just filled with coaches all the time, all wanting to speak to every one of you guys. Did you have? Did you guys have that? Or Yeah. No, we had – so, my 2016 class, we had, like, four or five guys commit to UM, University of Miami. Nice. So, it became a pipeline. Four or five? Yeah, Goodness just Christ in my name. class. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, so my <laughs> offensive coordinator he ended up taking a job at UM. Damn. And so he kind of <laughs> just took everyone with him. Wow. You know what I mean? Everyone liked him. Well, like so Gulliver Prep. That's the private school I went to before I transferred to Dillard. It's been kind of a pipeline to Miami because Sean Taylor went there. Is that the one uh, Jamel Cook went to? No, no. Uh, but I played with Jamel after yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dog. No, but so Gulliver Prep's like Sean Taylor. That's where he went. It's uh, the Sean Taylor Memorial Field, the whole thing. So since then, it's been a pipeline. Yeah. Bro, we had a defensive end that year. Going back to our, our college coach conversation, Joseph Jackson. He he got drafted by the Cowboys, and then I believe he's with the Browns now. One of the best, like, defensive high school highlight tape you'll ever see. Freak, 6'6", six, six, you know, 240, 250, straight muscle. But – they didn't like one of those guys that doesn't really watch football. Like he's just really good at the game, but like doesn't really care. Kind of a goofball. Yeah. Just stud athlete though. So he would get you know, every offer you can name. You know, five star, Under Armour, All American, whatever. So like literally, Nick Saban one time pulled up. He's like, Hey, hey, Joe, Joe, Joe. Nick Saban's here to see you. He's like, Bro, who's Nick? Like. I don't really care. Like, I'm in class, bro. I'm, like, hanging out with my boys. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'd always mess with him. He's like, dude, Nick Saban's here to see you. Like, go see him in the in the office. He's like, bro, like, he, he just didn't care about it. Did he it. pan out? He's in the league right now. Like, I don't I haven't talked to him in a long time. But he got drafted, I want to say, maybe, maybe oh, hotspot's not working. I want to say, like, a fourth rounder, something like that. He, he had a really good college football career at the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, three-year starter, edge rusher. You see him physically. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, but it was always funny. <clears throat> um, so if you're if you're not playing football, like what are you I know we keep going back to this post football, like I don't think we've ever gotten a official answer. It was actually one of the fan questions I put up on the IG. Oh, like what do you Yeah, uh, what do you like yeah, what do you someone like, wanted to know what your plans were post football? If Man. you're not playing like you're not playing football we I mean we've asked the question four times at this point though. Yeah. Um but like like what would you be doing? You know, like would you be yeah. a cook? Like I feel like you got like you a suave type of dude. So <laughs> where'd you get that? From? <laughs> Bro, look at this vibe. Like just real cool, laid back. Like he seemed like a dude that was like Hawaiian cuisine. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I always want to do something like <laughs> to interact with the community, give back to kids that came from neighborhoods. Second spoon, like baby. Yeah, it was, it was fun today for real. Uh, thank you for that, dude. But, yeah, thank uh, you for coming. 
nah, yeah, I just really would want to interact with the community. Mm-hmm. Probably like coach a high school team too. I can see that. Yeah. It'd be a super cool coach. I feel like I would be to be honest. It'd be a chiller. Yeah. But like if I was to coach D one college, which I, I wouldn't see myself doing, but if I was, I would see like being a running back coach. Really, I feel like running back coach or is assistant kind of chilling. Like, yeah. I mean, not just assistant chilling, but really like. <laughs> Low key, huh? speaking on something that I I feel like I have a lot of knowledge on, mm-hmm. and willing to learn more positions, obviously, but it would have to be starting that running back. Yeah, or something. yeah. It's also a lot of stress to be a head coach, especially at the D one level. You have to recruit, you're managing. Yeah. I the feel whole like school. head coach is not like, I mean, they really do a lot of stuff outside of football too. That's more just of like, a manager, like all the meetings bro. and stuff, yeah. bro. Yeah, Oof. it's 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 kind of brutal, but Man. I feel like you would fit perfectly for a running back coach, like. You'd be able to relate relate to a ton of players and um, just that per, that personality feel. You know what I mean? Like as a as a player, like being recruit, especially in recruiting. Like I feel you like recruiting is so big for coaches. Like yeah, if coaches can't recruit. They you can't you can't be a coach. You can't, well, unless some, you coaching NFL, fine. Yeah. But some coaches are at school strictly because of their recruiting. Skills. Exactly, man. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you like, can't recruit, bring people in. I don't know yeah. if you're gonna be a college coach. But, <laughs> but you do really well with that, and you'll be. I feel like you'd be super honest with the guys. Which parents like? That's like the first thing that you want is like a coach that's true. You know, you don't want to sniff some bull crap, but. Um, as far as like being a running back coach, how do you how do you manage a running back room? Because I feel like that's probably one of the hardest rooms to manage because there's only one of you guys on the field. Yeah. Right. But like receivers is I mean quarterback too, yeah. but like quarterback like if the guy's a if the guy's a guy like you know. But I feel like running back, it's always like I feel like I'm a little bit you know yeah. better than that person. Like I can do this. You know this person can do this great. Like it's not an absolute thing. Yeah. Um, so like, how do you how do you manage that that room when it's you know there's one guy on the field? At As all a times? coach, from a coaching perspective, I've never been a coach, but yeah. I would say just keeping it real with the guys in the room, mm. um, not like having one on one meetings and saying like, oh, I'm expecting you to do this and I'm gonna get you these touches. Like I'm not gonna make promises. Yeah, I'm a, anything I say to you, everybody's gonna hear it. Mm. So it's not gonna be like, oh, coach told me this, and another player like, damn, he told me that too. Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I feel like players run into that all the time. All the time, <laughs> man. man. Yeah. So just keeping it real, and I mean, our coach is like that. Like Jinx with the running mm. back room, he's like that. Like, yeah, he's gonna be straight up. Yeah. From the get go, yeah. and I feel like that's the kind of coach I would be, but also like the approachable type. So yeah, that's got to be the worst because I, I I've seen running back coaches like promise a guy like. Hey, look, when the second drive yeah, come around. No promises like, being made. Bro, yeah. <laughs> the second drive come around, make sure you get in there. Like, you, you're going to have, like, those three or four touches. Like, this is like running – bro, I'm telling you, like, running backs, is this, this is all I hear from, like, them talking and complaining. Like, you know, coach told me I was going to get three or four touches, right? That first, you know, drive after halftime, like, I was supposed to go in on yeah. that series. Um, or even in the high school phase when they're recruiting you, they're like, you're going to be our guy. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, moving forward, it's like, you, you're the guy. Bro. All this stuff. And there's – and then bring in three, four running backs. Yeah, bro. Like, Especially at a place like just this. Just be honest. Like, which you, I yeah. like how, yeah. back to your point, USC is, is very transparent about everything. Like, for better or worse. Like, if you're not the guy and you're not playing well, they'll tell you directly, which yeah. which I like. You know, you know you know where you are no matter yeah. what. I'd rather have the honest truth yes. so you know what you got to do to get on exactly. the Exactly. Rather than just keep well, doing someone, what you're doing. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> you right there. Like, right. No, they'll like, just say that so you stay and then you never play and it's a whole deal. But they'll be honest. Like, hey, if, if you want to look for other opportunities, you're not going to play here. Yeah. So. I don't know how you can sniff that out during recruiting, though. That's a yeah, tough one. Yeah, recruiting's tough. Recruiting's tough. Well, and I think so many guys get sold. Like, they get sold. Like, I'm hearing high school players now, like, 
No, yeah, I've heard that too. They're telling they're telling me like I'm I'm gonna be like the next best thing. And yeah. I, it's so hard to sniff that out unless your parents have played. But even parents that have played yeah. still probably lose touch with it. Um, in my opinion at least. Yeah. Like like you can say you, you can sense the authenticity, but oftentimes like you know, yeah. they're they're master deceivers, right? It's their yeah. job. So yeah. it's like what do you do, right? And yeah. you're eighteen years old, so it's not like you're already a mature twenty three, twenty four relative to how you were at seventeen, eighteen. Exactly. And you can see the lights, especially like USC. Like, oh, I'm going to play running back at USC. I'm going to be the next Reggie Bush, win a Heisman Trophy, you know, La La Land, Hollywood, all this stuff. And, like, it can actually get to you. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can see how it's deceiving. But Yeah. Right. You got anything else, bud? No, man. Any 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 parting words? We appreciate you coming on and um, talking. Like, it's been it's been real cool vibes. I love I love getting a chance to, to meet people. Um, you definitely have a a great story and, and great background. I don't know if you have anything else. All good. Appreciate y'all having me on here. First podcast. So first podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's big, man. First of many. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Low key nervous when I first came on. Were you? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Does the truck give off those vibes? Like no, nervous. Vibes? It gives off cool vibes. It's just sometimes when the camera show up, I'm yeah. just like. <laughs> hey, people aren't used to cameras and lights people. and microphones and Man. hearing your own voice and yeah. Yeah. hearing your own voice is the yeah, worst. Yeah, bro. Like when I watch a video, my voice is like it's the worst, man. <laughs> That's why the post production process is grueling. I hate to do it. You have to, like, because we're cutting up clips and we're trying to figure out what to edit. I'm like, God, why did I say that? I should have said this. It's like watching tape in football, you know? Shoot, oh. never as good, never as bad. There you go, 100. There you go. We'll end on that. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, sir. Sure.